Welcome to Funding the Dream, the number one podcast for the number one crowdfunding platform, Kickstarter. Now here's your host, Richard Bliss. Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm your host, Richard Bliss, and I appreciate you joining us again for another episode. We've had a lot of fun over the last couple of uh, episodes as I've talked to a wide range of people on a wide range of topics that include, particularly include crowdfunding, some alternative means of crowdfunding or some alternative methods, uh, particularly the one conversation I had with Max Lupitas as we talked about Story Blaster and the ability for Story Blaster to help maybe shape your crowdfunding campaign, to help you tell your story and to help you launch and find some success. I enjoyed that conversation. I've been still uh, investigating and looking into Story Blaster, trying it out with my own efforts. But one of the things I wanted to do was have somebody come on the show who had actually used it and found success. But before I introduce you to my guest, I want to say thank you. Thank you to those of you who have been supporting us so generously on Patreon. Thank you for those who have been joining us on our Facebook group, Funding the Dream on Kickstarter podcast, Facebook group. And thank you for those who have reached out and communicated with me through Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and just connected, said thank you. I've, I, I got to tell you, I've uh, been doing this for a long time now. And for those of you who reach out and just say, hey, thank you, uh, especially those who keep binge listening. I got to tell you, you got to find a life, 300 and some odd episodes. That's a lot of binge listening, but I appreciate it. And I appreciate you bringing me into your life and letting me be a part of your success. So thank you. This is my thank you to you. Today, my guest uh, is somebody who reached out. She is based out of New York City. She has used Story Blaster, but she's doing some other very fascinating things that we're going to talk about. So I want to invite and say thank you for joining us, Jessica Kelly, CEO and founder of Threefold. Jessica, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We've come together because you, uh, you're you in New York. I'm in San Jose. Obviously, there, we have a, a continent between us. But this common <laughs> thread that I mentioned in my introduction of working with Story Blaster. But before we get into that common thread, why don't you tell my audience a little bit about what you do and kind of how this came about, why we're here talking together? course. So threefold, what we're focused on is connecting fashion brands to an ethical and sustainable supply chain. We do that in a couple different ways. Um, The largest one being we are actually very soon uh, launching into a tech platform uh, in September that will allow fashion brands to search ethically certified factories around the world, compare pricing and manage their production all in one place. Um, which is a very exciting uh, update for us to come. And then we also offer online courses and uh, coaching clubs so that brands can find the mentorship they need to learn how to build their business for people, planet, and profit. Excellent. And then those courses, part of one of those courses is actually is on crowdfunding, which based on your introduction that you just said, that's an interesting fit. How does the crowdfunding aspect fit into what it is that you've been doing? Of course. So we actually crowdfunded a year ago in order to get the capital that we needed to go into development with this tech platform. It was a very complicated tech platform. Um, and so I couldn't, I couldn't just build it on some kind of a drag and drop website builder. And so through that process, we crowdfunded last year with iFundWomen. And I used Story Blaster uh, for running our social media during that time. And uh, it was such a good experience, but I learned so much about it. And a lot of brands, in order to get off the ground, tend to go through crowdfunding because there's a lot of um, minimums required to start working with factories. So you kind of need that capital in advance to get that first production run going. And so I just 
saw that as a need to a lot of these startup brands wanting to get really started with the stream they have um, and being able to facilitate that um, with tools that we already you know have the experience and expertise doing, uh, we were happy to facilitate that. And so that's interesting. So you uh, came together, you had this idea what you wanted to do in the fashion industry, uh, build this platform, you needed funding, you decided to use crowdfunding platform, I Fund Women. Uh, we're going to talk about that uh, here in just a minute. And then you turned to Story Blaster to help you kind of build that story. And as we were talking earlier, you said you found some tremendous success with using their platform, their tool, to help you craft and create your crowdfunding message. Had you done crowdfunding before you uh, attempted this effort and used Story Blaster? I had. So I, let's see, two years prior to last year, so three years ago, I did a personal crowdfunding campaign on GoFundMe. Um, for a, a month-long research and development trip to India. That's what it was funding. Um, and it was mainly friends and family, um, as most crowdfunding tends to be people already in your network. Um, the difference this time around was we had uh, gained some traction within the fashion industry for threefold, and so there was a lot more um, current and potential customers that were uh, involved in our crowdfunding this last round. Um, but that's how I came across it. Did you, uh, did you actually fund to get to go to India? I did, and that's actually where this idea for the platform came from. I spent a month in India. I went to Mumbai, Agra, and New Delhi. I met with anyone and everyone who would meet with me, and I actually encountered really, really incredible factories that on a small scale are employing women rescued out of sex trafficking and giving them financial planning classes, housing, life skill classes. And on a large scale, I met with India's largest manufacturing exporter. They make for Target, H&M, and Kohl's, and they have leading labor standards in the industry. They have daycare for their employees' kids. They have a machine that dyes denim with one glass of water. And I was just um, blown away at the options that are out there, uh, especially despite the stigma that made in Asia is corrupt. And it was very obvious that there were really excellent factories operating for people and planet, but finding them was impossible. Their websites are not great. They're never going to be found on Google. And it was so obvious it needed to be easier for brands in the West to find and connect with an ethical and sustainable supply chain. So here we are three years later, um, about to launch our platform and ready to make that happen. And, it's, and what's fascinating is that crowdfunding seems to have been a critical component of each step of this process, right? Without crowdfunding, you really probably would not have been able to make it to India. I absolutely would not have, yep. And then getting to India, you get to, to notice that, and then you decide that, hey, there's a platform, there is a need, but crowdfunding made it possible now for you to fund that, that concept stage to get that platform out there, right? Yep, that, absolutely. I mean, my personal network doesn't happen to be connected to uh, VCs or people that I could go after for angel rounds. And, um, and to be honest, actually, what had kept me, I think, from – crowdfunding in the past was that as a B2B service-based company that we are, it never really felt like Kickstarter was an option because it's very product-focused. And that actually changed when I discovered iFundWomen because many, many campaigns on the iFundWomen website are B2B, are service-based businesses, and it just made a lot more sense for the B2B fashion tech platform that we were building uh, to be on a website that's kind of already inclusive in what we do. So let me, uh, I'm going to switch around then. Let's talk about iFundWomen because it's come up now a couple of times. I have no experience with iFundWomen. Uh, I do, I, there's a lot of platforms out there. This one has come up in conversation a couple of times. I think it came up with Max and the Story Blaster when she was on the show. Uh, 
Tell me about the iFund Women platform and why that one was what you why you were drawn to that one. So uh, for obvious reasons, I am a woman, so it does make sense for how my company is structured for me to be on there. However, the reason, uh, number one, which I just mentioned that uh, drew me to them was that there were a multitude of different types of businesses on there. So I didn't have to be creating and selling a product to feel like um, you belong to feel like you're shopping. It was okay. You felt like it was okay for you to launch what you were doing on there because other it wasn't necessarily just product focused correct exactly so because we're in such a niche part of the industry and what we're offering and we're not consumer focused i like that we fit in the platform um but the other thing that really really captured my attention uh is they are a flexible crowdfunding platform and what that means is uh you are able to change and alter your campaign throughout the entire process to make it work for you. So if you need to extend your deadline a week, two weeks, however many times you want to, you can. If you want to shorten it, you can. If you want to change the amount of money you're fundraising, you can hire it, you can lower it. If you see that certain rewards are not selling, but you're on the phone with customers and you learn that they need something else, you can delete rewards, add rewards. And most importantly, and this is the huge ticker for me, is that you get your money in your bank account the entire time you're crowdfunding. You don't have a make or break it, give yourself a heart attack stress over trying to make this money so that you get your full funding in. Yeah, most of my audience who's on Kickstarter, they know that uh, make it, break it, give me a heart attack uh, uh, experience. So so let's talk then about, okay, so then you got on uh, iFundWomen. And then you turn to Story Blaster to kind of help you tell that story. Talk about that experience. It was absolutely amazing. So what's funny, and I think some people that are good at marketing and social media think that they, maybe that that's not something they need to worry about getting help with. Um, I am actually an expert at marketing. That is my degree and my background and my career. Um, So social media marketing is something I always run on my own. However, for specifically during the crowdfunding season, I was running so hard and so fast to meet this goal within a very, very short amount of time. Um, I really just needed an easy platform that said, here's how you tell your story. Here's what you say on this day. Here's when you say it. Upload the content. We'll post it for you. And they had one-click social media advertising. So I just literally clicked go and it ran that for me. It was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. And honestly, it gave me new ideas in how to tell our story over a, you know, 30 to 60 day format where I go, oh, like that's actually interesting to talk about our idea on this day and the team on this day and the product, you know, being developed on this day. And like it really structured that for me so that as a founder CEO, I could fully be focused on the funding. Did you, were there, and and as you talk about that, were there any, you mentioned some of the, oh, some ideas. How about specifically, were there some aha moments where you're like, oh, wow, I hadn't, I had not thought of that specific thing. Uh, Yeah. So it, it gave you ideas for like running giveaways during the process. And again, like, because I'm not a product-based business, um, I was kind of like, well, what would I give away? But it made me actually think about it and come up with creative things that we could engage our followers on to you know, drive that interest to the traffic of our campaign. What'd you come up with? Um, we did free consulting hours and we did a, a exclusive webinar package. I'm interested. How much did you, uh, how much were you able to raise on your, uh, on I fund women? 
we raised 17500 Impressive. As you were just saying, that's not what your network was normally tied into, but it sounds like that with time, because of the connections, you were able to tie into, tap into a new, uh, a new group of individuals. Yeah, and I'll tell you, like, that was what was crucial to uh, having the flexibility within my campaign is I definitely had rewards that were not resonating with anybody. And of course, my friends and family did still support me. Um, but I, because I was on the phone with potential brands that would be target customers for us, and they mentioned needing consulting or, you know, X, Y, and Z, I was like, oh, that's actually funny. We're launching a reward with that tomorrow. You should get it. And then I literally <laughs> turned it around and created the reward and sold it. And that's actually probably what brought in a third of my funding. Really? So that kind of on the fly, adaptive, adjusting yes. as you're talking to people. Yes. Oh, that was, that was nice. Uh, with that $17,000, you raised that money how long ago? A year ago. And so a year has gone by that you were able to get the money, get the project. You're launching, uh, we're recording this in August, but you're launching in September your new, your new platform. What? Because I think what, and the reason I bring that up is because you've mentioned now that you've taken some of this expertise, these lessons you've learned, and now started to offer that kind of as a coaching to help other people come along behind, uh, almost a mentoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just found like there's just so much uh, you need to know. And honestly, you have so little time to figure it out because you're running um, that that was valuable, a valuable package we could offer. And so you have that on your uh, website. Where do people find the website? Threefold.com. It's T-H-R, the number three, and then the letter E-F-O-L-D.com. So there's a three stuck in the middle there. And when you go to threefold.com, I think you mentioned that you have... Uh, some information there, but you have some courses that you're offering for people. What were those? So the courses we offer are all things that really help build a brand, um, any product-based business, to be honest. But uh, there's courses in branding and marketing, uh, wholesale, so how to reach out to wholesale accounts, uh, how to pitch press, and then how to crowdfund. Okay. And so what Let's, let's talk then, let's, because we have a few more minutes, what, what is some advice then that you would give somebody who's looking to do a crowdfunding project? They're listening to this episode. They're like, oh, I'm inspired. I want to go do something. What are some of the th pieces of information or uh, advice that you provide right up front? Yeah, so this is one of the things uh, I actually, I coach now for iFundWomen for other crowdfunders because I just found the experience so valuable as a female founder um, and their, their accelerator package that they offer is so helpful. That's what I did when I did the crowdfunding uh, for myself um, because they do two things, and that's what I found to be the most, um, that have the most reward for me. So the first is you get an hour coaching call on how to like hone your pitch. So what are you saying in your video? Because let's be honest, you have a millisecond to get people's attention. You have to say something very impactful and very succinct. Um, so they help you hone that pitch. And then the second call helps you build out your reward strategy. And with that, what you're really trying to be smart about is who is in your network um, and who are your potential customers and what is your background. So basically, what can you offer and what will the people that are you know, going to be purchasing from you interested in? And if your reward strategy is going to lie at the intersection of those factors. Um, so that's what I help with coaching with now with iFundWomen and for other crowdfunders is uh, getting their pitch together and getting that um, reward strategy strong so that as they launch, they're launching with the best foot forward. 
That sounds great. So help me understand then, you've talked about this accelerator package. So if I go to iFundWomen, uh, I sign up, how does that, from a funding standpoint, how does how do I pay for that accelerator package? Is it a larger percentage of the money I raise? How do they make that funding work for that? It is a flat fee. Um, and I personally, and I, I think, you know, if other crowd funders are, are self-funding their company, um, you can put that as a cost into your crowdfunding amount um, to help you basically back pay yourself for it. If that, you know, helps you meet that goal better. Um, but it gives you those two hours of coaching, um, access to weekly coaching calls with the iFund Women team and a private uh, Slack channel so that you can ask questions as they arise, which is really helpful. And they have found that um, the coached campaigns on their platform raise four and a half times more money than a non-coached campaign. And uh, the coached campaigners get two times more backers than the non-coached campaigners do. Um, and I personally, with my own experience, found that to be true as well. I can believe it uh, because I can – no, just because. Because I've been doing this for so long, <laughs> I, can, I, I absolutely believe it uh, that with a little bit of coaching, because even today with uh, the number of guests that I've had who have shared so much of their information, even today, it's so hard. There's so much to learn, so much to do, so many things involved. And as you said, it when you're CEO and founder, if you're doing a service or launching a product – there's so many pieces to go on, and whether you got your video right or whether you got your social media campaigns right, and whether you've taken two weeks off from your job so that you can dedicate you know, yeah. all that time, yeah, that coaching, having somebody there just to kind of say, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Here, let me take care of that for you. It's got to be a huge, uh, a huge benefit. Yeah, and I think – if you think about it, like we're never at a lack of information in this day and age, you know, so the problem isn't that you can't find it yourself. The problem is that do A, do you have the time to go research all that information to then, you know, translate it to what actually applies to you and B, like you're too close to your company. So honestly, every time I get on the call with uh, an entrepreneur, our first call for like honing their pitch, it is night and day difference from the beginning of our call to the end of our call, what their pitch ends up being. Because when you talk about your own company, you tend to talk, you're too focused on, you know, the future or the back backstory or whatever the case may be. But when you have fresh ears, fresh eyes to look at what you're doing, it's much easier for someone else to go, oh, you do this. And they literally can drill it down into a single sentence. When it's your own company, you're so involved that you're like writing a novel. So having that outside advice and from people who have actually done it and they can say, don't worry about this. Here's where you need to focus your, you know, your time and attention. Um, and then to give you the wisdom of like, what is a better strategy that works specifically for you? All of those things are, are crucial to, to having a successful campaign. Jessica, thank you so much for being on the show and providing such uh, uh, insightful information for our audience. I appreciate it. Of course. I'm so happy to. I'm excited for your listeners to, to get their campaigns off the ground. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My guest has been Jessica Kelly, CEO and founder of Threefold, T-H-R-E, no, T-H-R-3-E-F-O-L-D.com. You can find her uh, website. Jessica, if they want to reach out and get in contact with you, what's the best way to do it? What's your social media handle that they should use? We are at Threefold on Instagram, and they can also email me at jessica at threefold.com. There you go. Hopefully you found something inspiring. Well, I know you have because I have, and 
Jessica has provided some incredible insights and some ideas for us to do that, as well as reinforcing the idea that the Story Blaster, who was a guest earlier, has something that maybe you might find valuable. So a lot of good content coming out of this episode. Thanks for listening. Take care.